Eddie, you hear that sound? That's the packaging to my favorite lesser evil popcorn snack. The Himalayan pink salt, the organic oh, ex yeah. extra virgin coconut oil. I mean, when you- I when love you, that Himalayan, the, the sea salt. It's it, yeah. Not only is it better for you than regular salt, but it's beautiful. <laughs> and, and it's beautiful. <laughs> no, but yeah. this, these, these, this yeah. popcorn, I mean, um, when I ordered this, by the way, I, it said, I can't remember what it said, the, the size was, but I expected like a little pack and I got a ginormous package of lesser evil popcorn. It's a premium quality, minimally processed popcorn. And uh, I would eat some right now, but when you're speaking, it's probably the worst time to eat popcorn. It's the only time I'm right. not eating popcorn is when I have to talk. So <laughs> I love popcorn as a snack, though, a tie in protein. And oh. as far as snacking goes, it's really one of the healthier options. And uh, once yeah. you get on that popcorn train, you'll never get off. And the ingredients are simple. It's organic, non-GMO popcorn, organic, extra virgin coconut oil and Himalayan salt. That's it. So uh, what if, more do you need in life? There you go. Those, and, are, those are the ingredients to prosperity. And that, that's right. Lesser Evil has so many great snacks, too. Go to lesserevil.com. Look, I made you some content. Daddy made you your favorite open wide. Here comes the content. It's a beautiful day to stay inside. Greetings, Boo Killers. It's Eddie here with Marconi. Yes, it's, uh, you know, not, we're nowhere near Christmas, but people are getting mad on social media because there's, I guess, a uh, a mall that's already put up their Christmas decorations. <laughs> and I'm just curious, you know, do you get angry about this, Marconi? A lot of people do. A lot of people I get could angry. care oh, less. Do whatever you want. I Put but everything yeah. up now, year round. Who cares? I mean, I, honestly, I'm, I'm surprised there are any... Uh, Stores like that that are still available to us that we can't just get online. I mean, what can't you buy that's going to be in that store that you can just buy year-round on a website now? I mean, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, I, the People really do, they, 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 they lose their minds over Christmas <laughs> in every direction. Like, people get angry that it starts too early. People get angry that it starts too late. It seems like... Everyone's upset when Christmas comes around. That's how I look at it. No I don't one's like, happy. I don't like being threatened with Mariah Carey music every, like, <laughs> yeah, September 1st. It is threatening, isn't like, it? Like, everyone's like, because I, I like Halloween and stuff, and a lot of people, and there are people, the people that don't like Halloween are always like, hey, Christmas is coming. Mariah Carey's unfreezing right now. She's thawing out right now. Oh, God, shut up. That does, that, that irks me, but I wouldn't care if Mariah Carey had a Christmas store, you know? Yeah. And I don't yeah, care I mean, if somebody says happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Say what you thing. want. It, it, it's uh, not even November yet, and the war on Christmas has already started. So yeah. uh, here we go. These the fake, war on Christmas. This fake rage. Like, we're outraged over what? Nothing. We don't get that angry over, like, a, a pine tree? Is that really? Is that Like, so, what's wrong with people? Everybody shut up. So are they just, they're, they're mad because a store is opening and selling or, like, because, like, Target has an aisle with Christmas things. Well, I think it's, well, so far what I've seen is apparently there's uh, a a mall or something, and they've already started to put up Christmas decorations. Oh. And then people on social media, of course, they took 
pictures and videos, and they're like, what? What? It's not even Halloween yet. I like your impression of the guy, whoever the guy is. It's <laughs> like, I, got, I better get on uh, Twitter right now because it's not even Halloween. But yeah, I, exactly. I think the thing that uh, bugs me is that stores will jack up a price of, of like fake Christmas trees. And then, you know, six months later, maybe you can get them for pretty cheap. And but nobody's thinking about it then. And so uh, it's, and then and then when Christmas comes around, they, they jack the price back. up. It's kind of insane that way, like because yeah. it, supply and demand. So it's like, I, I don't need a tree that bad. Sir, because yeah. I'll look, uh, you know, I like to decorate my house uh, for Christmas and stuff like that, but I'm not doing it until after Thanksgiving, you know? Right. I think that's the appropriate time the day after Thanksgiving. That's when you do it. But I'm not going to get angry if I see Christmas decorations go up now. Like, I really don't care. No. Like, you want to you wanna put them up? Fine. Like, the I'm world not, I'm not is gonna, ending. People get, you know, yeah. why are we so caught up in all this stuff? Rome is falling. If you yeah. look at how the Roman Empire fell, what's it going on in Christmas America? Decorations. You're it right. Started, started yeah, it really did. It started with Christmas yeah. decorations. Yeah. Uh, well, we have a lot to get to. Yes. And, and, you know, speaking of Rome falling, the skies are also falling. And, oh, no. Uh, the, uh, the incidents uh, of airline uh, <laughs> <laughs> malarkey. At an airline malarkey. High. <laughs> I, I just have some, I have some leftover stories from like uh, unfriendly skies that we just haven't been able to get to, so I thought I would clean out the uh, computer, so to speak. <laughs> leftover malarkey. And, uh, yeah. I like that. Left I think o- that- leftover malarkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's right. And Eddie, I have, you know, have you ever wondered who makes the most money? I've uh, come up with an exciting new game called Who Makes More? And I, oh, I, I, like I think uh, I think it could be fun. You know, I hope the answer is Vanna White every time. <laughs> or, or maybe our pal, you know, Richard Carn. I'm Richard Carn, and I love my host. <laughs> so That's right. You never know. Yeah. You never know. And then uh, have you ever uh, been able to, uh, or uh, should I say, have you been looking for the best deal on pork chops, perhaps? Or, yes. Or maybe you have a neighbor that you'd like to keep an eye on after they left town and, you know, somehow still follow them. Uh, we can help you out with, with ask mood killer. Oh, well, any gonna... question that you have. <laughs> you always send me on a, like a, what? Cause I think yeah, you're, it's, it's, I never, I never expect, I don't, you do it every time. Every time you're going to mention <laughs> you're teasing that we're going to do ask mood killers. And I never catch on. I'm a real bright guy. Let me tell you. Uh, well, all that and more are the only show where hope goes to die. Hey guys, leave them alone. Leave me alone. Leave people alone. Who are you? Who are you? All right. Find us on social media and uh, say hello. We're on Instagram. We love Instagram. I mean, I we're on all of them, but I think that's probably the best one and the, the least polarizing of all of them. All the other ones have become politicized. Instagram still hasn't somehow. So it has that innocence. It's 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 maintained its innocence in a lot of ways that Instagram. And you'd think that the social media platform dedicated to sharing personal photos would be the first to go south. But I it don't know. Yet. It there there is a, a a modicum of politics on there, but it's usually from accounts that you purposely follow for that. So it's there, yeah. but it's not like yeah. I think the thing is, is like when you post, you can kind of control more on Instagram who can comment on your posts. So if they don't, if you don't follow them, you can make it so they can't comment. So it's kind of 
Oh, what, better, you're, what you're saying actually is it's contributing to the mess in society because it's a, it's a, a worse echo chamber than the other social media. No, it's better because you can't like if I say say you're like a troll, right? And and hey, I don't and I, I don't am. and you follow me. You you uh, follow me for whatever reason. You don't you hate following me, and uh, I post something, and you want to comment like you didn't like my post that I posted about Taylor Swift or something, and. Right. I, I don't follow you back, so you can't comment on that. So then there's no, okay. there's no inner, inner, so you get frustrated and then you kind of leave it alone because you just created a <laughs> troll account to troll me. And now I don't right. follow you, so you can't comment on my posts. I, you, have, okay. you have that control, those settings like that. So I think it's one of the well, better co- places like that. Uh, well, okay. Well, there we go. So uh, less toxicity in the city. <laughs> That's there right. At, uh, on Instagram. We're That's right. Killers. You know what? You know what I always I always say about uh, social media and Eddie Barella too. I mean, when he's when it comes to social media, Eddie and I have the same philosophy. Guy, leave him alone. Leave me alone. Leave people alone. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's my social media philosophy. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I have some leftover uh, stories from our uh, Unfriendly Skies segment where we cover what's happening at our nation's airports and inside of airplanes. And, uh, you know, there's always something crazy happening. Oh, there's a... Oh, God! <laughs> what what that was, a, that was you, close to what, our heads. Was that a flyby? Jeez. What happened there? Was a, it's like when the air yeah. show comes to town and you're not <laughs> expecting it and you're at work. Right. And they're flying right over your head. You're like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, a guy was nabbed, they say, at the airport with 15 pounds of cocaine. Oh. Uh, wonder what he was going to do with that. Was... Just take it home for the holidays and just uh, <laughs> right. share it with the family? That's right. Uh, guess which airport he was leaving? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing O'Hare? LaGuardia, uh, Las Vegas. He was oh. leaving the Las Vegas airport. Oh, so, so. he won a pile of cocaine in a, in a I, yeah. <laughs> he, he's at the cocaine slot machine. I guess. Oh, they, it's legal there, right? I think. <laughs> yeah, everything's legal. Yeah, yeah, but fifteen pounds. My goodness, that's too yeah, much. How do, you know, that's too much. Uh, I, I drove a line at, at fourteen pounds. We're gonna have to. You're gonna have airport. to check that. Sorry, fifteen pound bag of cocaine. 15. What, what are you idiot. doing? Now a fifteen. How bag, do you even? Yeah. Like you're sharing it, maybe that might be okay. But if you're going right. to keep it all to yourself, that's very selfish. And do you think he had to get like one of those little uh, wheelie things for his luggage? <laughs> he's, he's got like a <laughs> mini uh, suitcase he's wheeling, and then then he knocks it over, and then it, like powder goes everywhere, and then like there's a drug sniffing dog nearby, and the dog gets really <laughs> high, and then uh, chews his leg off. It's a nightmare. Yeah. He deserved right. it though. I mean, you know, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. The kids. Yeah. You got to think about the kids. Think about the kids. Yeah. Uh, well, now, um, you know, we're always talking about crazy things happening on airplanes. Now, one in every 568 flights has an unruly passenger incident. Oh. I, yeah. And that's up because uh, last year is one in 835, and now it's one in 568. It's like closing in. And before you know it, it's be like every one in three or something. I don't. I don't like that. Made perfectly just the way you are. What? Don't come at me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's an unruly passenger. Yeah, she, she, don't talk to her. She's not going to give you anything you want. Yeah, that's right. Uh, where's my duct tape? 
I thought you would like this, Marconi, because you're always talking about how there are bad chemicals in all the foods that we love. Yes. And um, they just put out this big study, and they're talking about uh, dangerous and weird chemicals in everyday foods. For example, did you know? Wait, this is food news. You need a thing. You need, like, an intro. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know, pretty much. Well, this is, like, poison news. Um, (laughs) Food poison news. (laughs) Food 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 poisoning poisoning news. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, there's a, a college studied all, all the crazy stuff in food and they found that all beer and wine contains some level of arsenic. Oh, okay. That sounds great. Right? Well, I mean, I, I knew yeah. we were dying from something, you know, uh, when you drink alcohol, it's part of it, you know, you, you know, the deal in there. And, and I right. also know like a lot of these places that manufacture a lot of processed foods, you, you, there's detected rat droppings. And oh nobody- yeah, that's part of this too. I, oh. I have some of that in here too. Um, <laughs> and, it, 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 and before I get to some of that, uh, on the topic of before beer we again, get to the quick. rat droppings, there's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we get to the the rat droppings, let's yeah. hold on to your butt. Just tease the up. rat droppings. <laughs> now, what what show have you ever heard that's teased the rat droppings? Yeah, coming up <laughs> ten after the hour, rat droppings. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to yeah. be fun. <laughs> oh. Excellent. Uh, come on down to the station for your free rat droppings. We're handing them out. Um, so the beer is also filtered with pool cleaner, I guess. No, I don't like uh, that. Which is So, you know, I, I, I know that anytime um, you go on TikTok, there's a, a TikToker you follow that ruins pretty much every food that we love because she always <laughs> says, oh, this one has this chemical or that chemical. Real foodology on Instagram. She's right. great. And I, I, right. I, but she's not always right though. She's uh, like, sometimes she gets, has these paid ads. And so you can tell she's clearly like pushing something. And uh, I just say, don't get into the potions and powders of the world. Mm. Anything processed that somebody's pushing for health, just don't, don't do it. Thank you. <laughs> leave me alone you know <laughs> that's, that's what the it's like her. Right. leave him alone leave me alone leave people alone <laughs> <laughs> and uh they, they're talking about beer a lot of this article another thing that beer has a lot of is uh beaver's anal glands i don't i don't um know why that would be in there but i'm sure there's a reason. <laughs> what does that help? There's something in the process. Oh, no reason. It's just they just just wanted to. Do they are no, they the no one they help no. the, the hops grow or something like that? Is that maybe that's what it is? Maybe they're know, but, maybe they're into the but, hops when it's being grown in the grown in the fields, and then uh, their fecies gets on the the hops. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Or I, I just imagine like some guy standing over the the vat of beer at the factory and he's the uh, beaver anal gland guy. And he's like, he has the dropper and he has to make sure that there's a certain level. Is that he what's o- going on? He always said, I, we have a quote from him right here. What does he say? Well, the he diaper's goes, full. It's time to change it. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, not, that applies, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it applies. Yeah. All right, Eddie, I'm going to try out a game on you. Uh, All right. Who makes more? Now you can always uh, look online and see, what someone's net worth is and whether that's true or not, I go with it because it's yeah. out there. I mean, well, how, I'm not going to do more research than a Google, you know, like I don't care no. that much, but no, I consider it to be true too. Yeah. So I have uh, different categories and I want you to guess in these groups who makes more. 
and then uh, maybe I'll have you guess uh, what you think they make. So uh, here's All right. the first category. Uh, one of our favorite bands, Blink-182. You got Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLonge, and Travis Barker, the three uh, artists in the band. Who makes more in Blink-182? I would say probably... Uh... Are you talking about when they do Blink-182 projects or, or like their overall net worth? It has nothing to do with anything, them making money together or not. Just who is more, yeah, who is the richest, basically? Okay. Uh, I would say Travis Barker because he does a lot of projects outside of Blink-182. I thought that too. But okay. Okay. no. Oh. Who do you think it is? I mean, now that you know that Travis is not the one between Mark and Tom, who do you think makes more? Well, we know that uh, Tom DeLonge's chasing aliens. I don't know if there's a lot of money in trying to find <laughs> E.T. Uh, so maybe uh, Mark Hoppus then. Yeah. And get the, okay. okay. I'll yeah. just tell you their, uh, their net worth so you can, you know, you don't have to guess all this. Mark Hoppus, 80 million. Tom DeLonge, 70 million. And I was really surprised at this. Travis Barker, 50 million. Well, it's, it's too much. Travis Barker, I For think, works the hardest of all those guys. You know? I know. He, now I know why he's appearing like on every artist track. It's because the guy needs money. It's, I, I'm, what I'm thinking is Travis Barker <laughs> doesn't write any of the songs. So no. he's got to physically do the work. And, you know, so he's on all these songs with people. But I don't, I'm guessing that playing drums on something doesn't pay as much as writing the song and, you know, having that royalty credit. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I guess uh, the, the net worth Google uh, speaks for itself. Okay, here's pop artists, okay? Taylor Allison right. Swift, Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber, and Billie Eilish. Who do you think makes the most out of that on that list? Well, it's got to be uh, Taylor Swift. I think this um, calculation is probably off by a year or two. But okay. no, Taylor yeah, Swift before is... Her big Tour. Yeah, because after this tour, she's supposed to be a billionaire. But uh, according to now, currently, as I Googled today, no, she's not uh, the, doesn't make the most on that list. Oh, so on that list, probably Billie Eilish. No, not even by, by a long shot. I was really surprised wow. at that, too. Okay, here you go. Taylor Swift is at 600 million. That's it? Justin, B <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Justin Bieber, 300 million. Too much. Billie Eilish, 30 million. I can't believe that seems off, but okay. And then Selena Gomez at 800 million. But it makes sense, though. She does that show. She does other projects. And she, she had that sh cooking show on uh, HBO. So uh, maybe. I didn't realize that uh, Steve Martin paid that much. <laughs> it comes out of his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Short. Martin okay. Short, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Martin Short. Wow. Martin <laughs> yeah. Short. Oh, wow. wow. That's crazy. Martin Short. Richard Karn. Wow. All right. We're playing a game. Who makes more? Basically, I uh, checked out uh, the net worth of various people. So far, we've done categories. Blink-182, pop artists, and now we're on to CEOs, Eddie. All right. Now, Okay. Who makes more, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Robert Iger, or Netflix CEO Reed Hastings? Oh, let's see. I'm going to go with uh, Bob Iger. 
I thought so too. Okay. But yeah. he is the last on the list. Ah. So you got, uh, I was, and I was really surprised. Uh, really, it was a really close race if you want to go billions. But Jeff Bezos is said to have 213 million. Reed Hastings, 1 billion. What a, he's a pauper. He's living on the streets. Uh, <laughs> Robert Iger, 690 million. And then uh, Elon Musk is at number one at uh, 235 billion. So, wow. Okay. Got that's, money to, and who knows if they, like you said, these got to be outdated because it seems like every day he loses like a billion dollars. I know. <laughs> so I, don't know. I, I thought I thought Bob Iger was making a lot more than that. Me uh, too. He needs to renegotiate. He's not making enough money. Right. <laughs> he should go on strike. <laughs> yeah. Screw the writers. As yeah. soon as they come back, he goes on strike. Well, it might be back. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, uh, they are. Congratulations to the writers. Yeah, congratulations, writers. <laughs> you did it. Um. All right. Who makes more, Eddie? Rock category. David Eric Grohl, Ozzy Osbourne, Paul McCartney, or Elton John? Oh, uh, I mean, it's got to be. Well, no, I think I looked this up, and Paul McCartney's not worth as much money as you think he would be worth. Because maybe you know you adjust for inflation and all, and they didn't pay a lot. Or back, I don't know why that didn't work out, but uh, I'm going to say the Foo Fighters. Uh, Dave, Dave Grohl. No, not by a long shot. Oh. It's kind of insane. Uh, David Eric Grohl, $330 million, which is pretty incredible. I'm, 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 I like to see that because he deserves that. I mean, he's, a, he's one of those guys yeah. you're happy for, you know. Ozzy Osbourne, $220 million and counting. I think Sharon still has him working. I, I, I read somewhere Sharon Osbourne's net worth is the same, and they tell you on some of them, like, what their annual salary is, and Sharon's annual salary is like five million. I don't even know okay. what she's doing. I mean, I know she yeah. manages Ozzy, but uh, Maybe, yeah, is it the the Ozzy? Uh, and the, she's on that podcast business? now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, right. And then Elton John, five hundred and fifty million, which is uh, you know understandable. That's Elton John. Paul right. McCartney is the uh, one who makes the most, one billion point two hundred million. Wow. <laughs> One billion, two, 2.200 billion. I mean, that's a lot, you know, And but he's a Beatle. And I think, I think, didn't he get the uh, masters to his songs back, to the Beatles songs? I, I can't remember what, how that worked out. I think he pried him out of Michael Jackson's cold, dead hands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think that. On his deathbed, he that made could have been something. a couple of contracts. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Everyone knows it. Here, let's do one more because. I know you'll this be a fun game. I oh. like this game. I know it is fun, right? I, I should. I was thinking of doing it Price is Right style, but it's too hard to guess, you know, numbers. So I guess that would be easier to guess who's the uh, who's makes more. Uh, Seinfeld category. Okay. 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 Who makes the most? Larry David, the uh, co-creator. Uh huh. Jerry Seinfeld, Jason Alexander, Julia Louis Dreyfus. I think it's, I mean, okay. I know that, I th I'm pretty sure that Jerry and, and Larry David have pretty much the same deal. I was reading once, and, you know, when they sell the syndication rights to, to Netflix for a billion dollars, I think they both make a lot of money. 
Um, but Jerry is is a touring comedian, and he charges a lot of money. I'm going to say Jerry's got to be number one. You are correct. Jerry okay. Seinfeld, or I'll tell you the all of them. Okay, the guy that makes the least, Jason Alexander, which is no surprise. He doesn't really do a lot, but he's still worth $50 million. That's Not enough. An, he should yeah. go on strike. He's, he was... He was George for Christ. He was one of the greatest characters on television ever. Uh, yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus, two hundred fifty million. That sounds about right. I mean, you know, she does a lot of stuff. Um, uh, Larry, I was surprised at the uh, the difference between Jerry and Larry. Larry is at four hundred million, and Jerry is at nine hundred fifty million. Oh yeah, it's that touring. I think it's that touring. It's all that touring. Definitely. Yeah, the yeah. B movie. That's what it did. It, it put B, him over it was the, the top. B movie. Yeah. That's right. And meanwhile, uh, Michael Richards is worth thirty-two thousand. <laughs> Ask Moon Killers. You know, I don't know why we do this because we don't get anything in return, but uh, we help people out. I don't. I, and, that's uh, what I do. I don't think that you should do things to get things in return. You know? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I usually volunteer for charity expecting some big payout. No, no. I mean, that's maybe, not how it works. Like in relationships sometimes. Sure. You, I mean, it's not all the time. I'm not saying that's how you should always operate, but sometimes, you know, that if you do some things that maybe it will be reciprocated and therefore it, 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 it makes you, uh, you know, you're inspired to do certain things. Wow. So, uh, but well, I mean, I, I volunteered at a soup kitchen and then after my uh, shift was over, I just hung out in the back alley and just waited for my check and it never came. Oh, I thought they paid you in free soup. No? <laughs> they pay you in the kindness of your, your heart, but that's, that's really why we do this is because it is, it, it is fulfilling for us to help people in need. So if you um, have a question for us, let us know, find us on social media. We're mood killers. Send us a DM mood killers. How do I set and achieve meaningful goals in my life? I, I always say, if you don't want to be disappointed, just don't set goals <laughs> because it's, yes, under promise and over deliver. Yeah. And I, the thing I find with a lot of people is they give up too easily and that's maddening because right. you and I are the type of people that, uh, I mean, you could, you could burn our homes down and we'd still, uh, like, well, I got to find a different place to do uh, my work today. I don't know. Maybe I'll go to the library and it would right. just, it would just continue. Some people would be like, ah, but I gotta, I gotta just quit at life. I'm just going to not do anything. Um, I just, I'm not dissuaded because I think because we were brought up in a way through radio that, uh, you know, you get knocked around and stuff. And if you want to stick in it, if you want to be on uh, doing what you love doing, you got to find ways to do it. And, uh, right. some people maybe had it too easy. I don't know what it is, but they give up and I don't, a lot of people are really entitled. I think Yeah, and, that's true. Uh, they expect things to be handed to them. And, you know, especially a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of people these days are like, I'll just start an Instagram account and then immediately I'll be a, an influencer and have a million <laughs> followers. Oh, and, and I, um, same with YouTube. Like for a while I, I, I did, cause I just did a project. I was like, I'm going to do a video every day. And I didn't care if five people watched, nobody watched. It was for me to learn, you know, and have the idea right. that I could do that every day and create. Well, 
I guess I inspired like a nephew or a couple of kids or something like that. They were like, I'm going to do it you too. In, you inspired one of my uh, ex's little brothers. <laughs> That's so bad. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> and, because he was like interested in becoming a YouTuber. And I was like, you know, I know a YouTuber. You should go check out his channel. And then like he was enamored with your videos and the fact that he became enamored with me because I knew you. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Just yeah. because you're on like the magic box of YouTube. <laughs> I remember when being a YouTuber was like a thing. Like it was, right. hey, he's a YouTuber. Like literally anybody could be. But well, I, yeah, I there, there was a there was a moment where like it was mysterious and you didn't know how to get into it, and it's <laughs> yeah. just like you look at it, you're like, oh my goodness, how are they making these videos? <laughs> Up there, and wow, this is so cool. Meanwhile, I but probably all, like, all the mystique is gone. It was like you and him, and like two other people maybe watching my <laughs> videos every day. <laughs> well, but, but he, you actually inspired him to want to become an influencer when he grew up. Um, see, I'm, I'm part of the problem. Yeah, you're part of the problem. That's what I'm trying to say. Ask yeah, if you have a question for us, we will answer it. We don't care what topic. You I don't know? think so. half the time we don't. That's the thing. <laughs> we say we do, but I'm like, oh, yeah. Where, was there a question in there earlier? <laughs> Forgot to answer. Well, Whatever. A lot of times people send in a question and then um, they'll reply to that same thread with the same question over and over again. Maybe this is why. <laughs> because they don't. they're like, hey, I asked you. This is the yeah. third time. Maybe this time they'll actually get to an answer. Right. Uh, why don't we go? Uh, let's actually revisit one of these questions we actually never answered, but we uh, oh did read on the air. Uh, mood killers. How do I know if I'm making the right career choices? Oh God, I still don't know. I, I always assume I'm doing the wrong thing, but I, you know, I I find that if something uh, lights you up and you don't feel like, hey, yeah, I'm. You know, you and I will sit in a studio and we'll uh, create and we'll come up with content or whatever. And it doesn't seem like it's, it's you know, work, but it doesn't seem like work you would hate. Like, you know how you, uh, you no, really, yeah. like, it's that's, just. I think that that's right. Because, like, even on days where uh, we're tired or, like, uh, or for, for example, for me, if I come in and I. I'm just a little frazzled and stressed. When and you tired. went into the bib and diaper factory, when you did a 13-hour yeah. shift at the bib and diaper factory, right? And then I have to go straight from the, the bib and diaper bib and diapers to here. Then I come here, and I'm like, "How am I going to do this?" Then we start doing it, and then I, then it energizes me, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I love this. That's why we do it." Yeah. And I think I think that can apply to any career, uh, unless you work at the DMV. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, even then, like I, you know, I'll watch something. I watch this show called The Rookie with uh, Nathan Fillion, and I, I believe he was TV's Castle, wasn't he? Uh, but uh, I really <laughs> like him, and he plays like this guy who's reached starting his life as a, a rookie cop in LA. By the way, three seasons, he's still a rookie. I don't understand how that works, but. But he's I think a, he's, got, he's got that problem where he started as a rookie and they don't see him as anything else. He's going to have to switch police departments if he yeah, wants to get, uh, wants to get ahead. But it's, a get great, but it's a great kind of example of a TV show that like, hey, sometimes in life you have act one and then you have act two, maybe act three. It's never ending. I mean, you could keep if you can find a way to keep doing one thing, that's fine. But don't be afraid to uh, switch it up and find other passions. And sometimes your passion changes because you change. Maybe you just want to give 
you want to help people. And, uh, you know, like if some people like, hey, I'm going to be a cop. If I get shot, well, it's been a good run. <laughs> like, Yeah. Right. I, mean, I had uh, a friend that he was a uh, he started out as an architectural engineer. So he had like this fancy engineering degree. He went out. He did that for almost a decade. Wow. And then he's like, I don't like this. I am miserable. So oh. uh, he went and became a firefighter. Oh, my gosh. And now he loves his life. So See, it's like, that's amazing. And yeah, and I yeah. and I watch this show, and I don't know if you've ever watched the word rookie before, but it's one of those shows where they they you know it's a TV show, so it's not reality, but they deal with a lot of things like you know how uh, people's view of uh, police nowadays and how uh, you know they they kind of address certain storylines and issues, but it also makes you think if there was a way for me to do that, I think it would I wouldn't hate it because if you could really make a change or make a difference and give back to somebody. There are other jobs besides talking into a microphone that might be fulfilling in life, you know, for me. So I don't know, but it's, it, it, what, you, so if, if you weren't doing this, what would you do? I you really don't know. Anything? I you don't know. know. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> volunteering at the soup kitchen again, I, you know, the bib and diaper factory, I'm coming back. Well, the diaper's full. It's time to change it. You could be a, a TikTok influencer. <laughs> finally, finally my dream. Yeah. Well, my uh, my goodness, we've we've had so much fun, haven't we today? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have. It's always oh, a good yes. time. Yeah, we covered a lot. I, I think today on the on the show, like a lot of a lot of what we got to is just stuff that piles up. We have so much content to get to. Sometimes people wonder, like, why aren't they talking about this thing that's going on right now? Now, trust us, we're getting to it. We just have so many topics. Would that, you call uh, it a backlog uh, so, of malarkey? <laughs> we have a backlog of malarkey, and we kind of uh, are trying to catch up on the backlog of malarkey today. And we uh, did that with the unfriendly skies, a couple of stories there we didn't have time to get to. And uh, then we talked about uh, interesting, or not interesting, actually disturbing chemicals in the foods that we eat. Beaver fecus. <laughs> yeah. And arsenic is in all the beer you drink. That's why it's so delicious. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. a little bit of poison, not enough to kill you or really hurt you, but just enough. I when like the that. mountains on the can are blue, the arsenic is cold. Wait, no, I don't. No. I don't think we know. Uh, <laughs> is that not it? Uh, yeah. Then we did. I love the game that you brought in. Yeah. Uh, who makes that more? Was... I have another category. Here we go. Uh, yeah, these who are makes more. These are uh, you know other celebrities, movies, TV, that kind of thing. Tell me who makes okay. more. Is it? Um, our friend Richard Carn. Richard Carn, and I love my host. <laughs> Will Farrell or Bill Hader? Who makes more? Oh, you know, Will Farrell has become a powerhouse. I think he's a producer and he's been in a lot of movies. It's got to be Will Farrell. You are correct, Eddie. So here's yeah. uh, the order those three go in. Believe it or not, Bill Hader, 14 million. Richard Carn, our friend. Yeah, look at him. 16 million. Yeah. Not enough. I, I know. I mean, he's got to do more of those infomercials. I'm Richard Carn, and I love my host. How yeah. is he not like the man's Oprah? <laughs> That's what he should be. He really missed his calling there. <laughs> Richard Carn in a daytime talk show. I think that would, you're right. I mean, yeah. you saw him on I, Family I mean, he could, Feud. He be, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he could also be, you know, selling out entire stadiums giving talks, I think, about life and yes. uh, 
philosophy. He's got a beard, beard uh, tips and tricks. You know how to keep yeah. your beard looking good, like, things like right. that. <laughs> how to look, how so to look mean, yeah. more manly in flannel. You know things like you know. He, he does he still wear flannel? I I'm, wonder. Wh- he, sh- he should never he, stop. Did he stop? Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know if he ever stopped. He better not. I no. mean, that would be the end of the world, I think. But yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. If you're uh, listening live on the radio, the podcast goes up here in just a few minutes. Get it at moodkillersradio.com. And uh, thank you. We love you all. And remember. Made perfectly just the way you are. That's right. Their favorite loaf of bread to the party. And then you just throw it on the table and everyone just tries them all.